0: We knew most of the names on the early NBA draft list come Friday's show. We reminded you that the deadline this year was 11.59 p.m. this past Sunday, and we knew 99% of the names on that list even at the end of last week. One of the only surprises, and it was not a huge surprise, because it was a testing the waters name, not a signing with an agent and automatically moving to the next level name, the way, for example, the Ford Duke freshmen turned out to be this year. Luke May of UNC had not been listed as a testing the waters guy throughout the build up to Sunday night's deadline, but he was on the list that the NBA. Eventually accumulated, and I believe they have released at this point, or they are about to release Luke May, UNC Jr., first team All ACC forward, third team All American forward, is testing the waters. 1 800 849 2761. Quick summary on what is going right and what is going wrong in that corner of our universe. When I started covering this stuff 31 years ago, there was very little appreciation in the Show me, don't tell me world. College officials would often say how much they appreciate the student athletes who are accumulating billions of dollars in TV contracts and high profiles and helping especially men's basketball and football teams make a ton of money that is distributed far more to athletic directors and administrators than, of course, to the athletes in the form of room, board, tuition, athletic scholarship, etc. 31 years ago there was more lip service to appreciating the athletes contribution to that economic engine if you will gradually the actions started meeting the words more often as i say to my own kids showing me is far more important than telling me there are more people in this world who know how to say the right thing than there are willing to do the right thing and as a parent of two i can tell you my kids are super savvy When it comes to saying the right thing, maybe if they're in trouble, maybe if they're asking for permission to do something, they know how to work the system. They know how to say the right thing. It is far more challenging, and I would argue far more important, to do the right thing. Gradually, over three decades, the NCAA, while still a light year away from being close to perfect, let me make that clear, little by little has allowed more common sense more open-mindedness, more player and student-athlete-friendly rules to be adopted. That many years ago, Luke May, if he wanted to go to the NBA Combine, for example, would have had to give up his college eligibility. There was no testing the waters to that degree. If Luke May wanted to visit an NBA team, he would have had to give up his college eligibility. If he wanted to work out one-on-one for this GM or this scouting group, he would have had to forfeit his eligibility. Or if he did not announce that, just the actions of doing these things would have cost him his college eligibility. He would have no longer been viewed as an amateur in the eyes of the NCAA. Thankfully, and we're not there yet, but thankfully, little by little, they've changed almost all of these rules. They need to change at least one more rule as they tweak the system. And of course, I'm leaving on the back burner the concept of blowing up the amateur model entirely. I don't see enough from NCAA decision makers to think that that is going to happen anytime soon. So we're left with the amateur model, and that means more tweaks than a blowing up of the system. Luke May is now allowed to work out for individual teams as much as he likes. Luke May, he still has to be invited, and this applies to not just him, of course. I'm talking about all these test the water guys. Whether you're the four Duke freshmen, you still have to be invited to the combine to be able to go there. That's, that gives you not a one-on-one workout opportunity. That gives you the ideal everybody's eyeballs are on you situation. The current system also allows for more intelligent feedback from actual NBA decision makers. So whether or not Luke May goes to the combine, regardless of how many individual workouts Luke May or these other Test the Waters guys have, and there are a bunch of them around the ACC, right? Torin Dorn of NC State is a Test the Waters guy. Bryant Crawford of Wake Forest is a Test the Waters guy. The four Duke guys, they're gone. The two Louisville guys, Dengadel and Ray Spalding, they're gone. They're signing with agents. They're professionals. They will not play college basketball again. Doral Moore, the big guy at Wake Forest, he's gone. Bruce Brown at Miami, he's gone. Lonnie Walker at Miami, he's gone. The Test the Water guys, though, and there are a lot of them. Tyus Battle at Syracuse is one. Luke May of Carolina is another. I mentioned some others close to home. Marquise Reed of Clemson and Shelton Mitchell of Clemson are Test the Water guys. Now, many of you are rolling your eyes saying, well, NBA teams are not tripping over each other with a desire to draft in the first round, especially even a first team all ACC star like a Luke May, certainly those Clemson guards. Most of the other examples, Brian Crawford wasn't even on any of the three all ACC teams, although he's a heck of a pro prospect as a point guard for the Demon Deacons. Some people are rolling their eyes at the ludicrous nature of so many guys testing the waters when there's only 60 or so slots in the two rounds, and yet it's more than 100 guys who are either turning pro early or testing the waters, leaving till later the decisions as to whether they keep their name in or not. There is a ludicrous aspect to it all, but far more guys than you might think. Are simply making life and career decisions, that they're tired of playing for free, as many of them call it, they're ready to turn the page and maximize a career window that if you're a professional athlete is a lot shorter than what you or I might have over four or five decades in another line of work. If they jump at 19 or 20 or 21, that's one more year that their body is expected to handle getting paid to play the game they love. And remember, you can make six figures in Europe even if you're not on, say, your radar as a fan, as a, pu- a future NBA prospect. There are a lot of leagues that offer six-figure salaries to ACC players who fall far short of the NBA draft and yet can jump to pay for play land and make six figures starting next year, which is a lot more than most college g- graduates who do finish their undergraduate education. Luke May's 2018 scenario does involve being allowed to have those individual workouts. That's a difference. He's allowed to go to the NBA Combine. That's a difference. One thing they still need to tweak, and it's hardest to accept because they've already done it in other sports at the NCAA level. You don't control the NBA's draft rules, right? You don't control one and done. You don't control whether or not players are eligible out of high school or whether there's going to someday be a baseball system, whether you're either jumping right out of high school or you're not eligible in the NBA draft for two or three years down the road. Those are not NCAA issues. But you do control whether or not your guys can go to the combine. You do control whether or not they can have individual workouts. You do control what jeopardizes their amateur status. You even control what happens about the guy who turns pro early but goes undrafted entirely. Once again, they finally changed that rule so that if that did happen to you and you were interested in going back to your school, you can. That was not the case for a long time. Little by little, the NCAA is making these more student-athlete-friendly rules the next step in that process, and in all likelihood, Luke May will stay at Carolina, but it's his life, it's his career, it's his right, really. The NCAA has already changed a rule for its baseball players who want to hire an advisor slash agent, and its hockey players who want to hire an agent slash advisor so that you have real-world professional hopefully knowledgeable representation as you make one of the bigger decisions of your life and career. If the NCAA has already carved out that exception for baseball players and the NCAA has already carved out that exception for hockey players, why have they not carved out that exception for basketball players and football players and everybody else, it is that big of a decision. The NCAA has made that many corrections over the 31 years I've been following these things. That is the next one that is coming. I don't think it's going to make a big difference in Luke May's life. His dad was the starting quarterback for the North Carolina Tar Heels. He is from a fantastic family and home environment. He has wonderful input and advice from his own parents who were athletes and who have some experience, in the case of his dad, Mark May, dealing with the leap to the next level. It's really more who need that professional advice more than Luke May does. That's the next thing that has to change in the NCAA. That's the next thing I believe will change in the NCAA. And what is still, again, a far from perfect system, as it applies to football and men's basketball players especially, the best of those two revenue-producing sports. It has been on an upward trend in terms of getting smarter, being more fair, and being more reasonable to the student-athlete. I think that's something we can all celebrate. Side note, Luke May and all these other Test the Water guys, under NCAA rules, they have only until May 30th to withdraw their names. There's an NBA rule that you got to pick your name out 10 days before the draft. Otherwise, it's the only draft you'll ever be eligible for. Two different rules. If you're Luke May, you need to remember the NCAA rule if you expect to have a season, a senior season with the Tar Heels. That is a May 30th deadline. Withdrawal by then, or you risk your college eligibility with your NBA dalliance.